good to just know that no matter what, you can wake up tomorrow and get better at whatever it is. Doesn't matter. Like you could be like, well, I'm so frustrated, hate myself, blah, blah, blah. Like it's like whatever, go, go to sleep, watch something stupid, wake up next day, get back at it and like get better. Like it doesn't matter. It's almost not even your job to determine you know, the validity of your art. It's your job to, to just make it better every single day, if you can, you know? Today's guest is a one-of-a-kind human being and amazing music producer. We touch upon subjects as finding yourself as an artist, inner confidence, songwriting processes, mental health, and throwing haymakers. This episode is a true yin-yang. It's hella deep and introspective, but at the same time, I think it's gonna make you laugh and smile. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ramshi. I actually like, uh, I just hit the record button right now too. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to just jump into it, man. It's, All right, we're on. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the air. Not live though. Because yeah. like I mentioned, I'm a coward and uh, I like uh, to be able to edit things if I say something fucking ridiculous. Or... No, I appreciate that too, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, actually there's, there's, there's so many moments where I had guests and it's like over and they're like, Oh, can you please take that out? Like I shouldn't have fucking said that. So <laughs> I don't know. I just like it to be like a comfy environment. So yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, to, to let you know, like uh, I do an intro before all of these and just in case I didn't do you justice, I want like, it's hard to like kind of put your, your uh your style of music into a box like do you do you genres like what's the word i, I almost said genre size yourself but uh, <laughs> do you that's not that's definitely not a word but do you do you put yourself in in a certain genre or are you just ramshi honestly i have a hard time with that like i guess i'm just like just ramshi i don't know it's like i'm not particularly amazing at any specific genre so like i was in bands for most of my life probably from age like 14 all the way to age like 27. So however many years that is. And I just started making music on my computer, like on my commutes, like I had a four hour commute. So I just started doing that. And I just became obsessed with it. So I was never, I never really knew what I was trying to do. Like I didn't, I didn't sit down and say, okay, I want to make house music or I want to make EDM. I figured that I probably wasn't really going to be able to make any genre. I was just going to have to do what I wanted to do, like do what I, what came to me so that's just what i've been doing and i don't yeah. really know what to call it yeah i think that's like sometimes the dopest shit when you just can uniquely like tap into something that's only you because people can't fucking replicate that shit man yeah and then you're not really in competition like you're not like oh man my my song is not quite as good as that dead mouse song it's like of course it's not he's him you're you like just stay in your life i don't know you know yeah, but I would I would argue you got some bangers I spin all the time, um, probably more than Dead Mouse and, uh, but <laughs> but um, yeah, actually to to go back in time too, do you remember what uh, kind of gravitated you uh, to wanting to express yourself through music? Okay, so when I was a, when I was a kid, when I was a baby. I was like I was like a late bloomer, you know. I was you know very like short and weird. I wasn't really good at anything. I wasn't good at sports. I wasn't good at, so I think in grade seven, I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to be a writer. So I would walk around and I wouldn't talk to anybody. I would literally just walk around and like think of stories in my head at recess. And I wouldn't talk to anybody. I would just do that. And I tried to write and I didn't really have the patience for it. And it was all very dark and weird, especially for like a 13, 
12 year old kid to be writing it was all about like death and like go like i don't know it was weird <laughs> you were kind of like going down like a gothy path like <laughs> yeah or something i don't know what, what was wrong with me but i was just kind of fucked in the head <laughs> I, and then like i remember I, I we had a guitar around the house and i remember as soon as i started playing guitar i decided that i wasn't going to cut my hair like the day i started and then i don't know it just it works for me to have like the it's like if I try to write a story, it's like it takes a long time to create the world. But if I make music, I can you can listen to it and you kind of feel like you're there. Like you don't have to like read this big thing and imagine characters like you can listen to it and you're transported, so to speak. You know? Yeah, definitely. And uh, like it seems like something that's so natural to you. I know you, you hop on your uh, Instagram stories, which are so entertaining. Like I uh, recommend everybody to follow you on Instagram, but you kind of had like show your process too. And like, as you're creating like some of these bangers and stuff and uh, you're getting like live input as well. I remember the other day yeah. it was really cool. Uh, you had like three different, um, the word coming in my head is riffs, but that might be the wrong yeah. <laughs> term. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm a guitar player myself too, but uh, yeah. you had like all like kind of like these uh, electronic sections going on and you were like, okay, uh, what do you guys like the best? And you had like five of them and one was like two combined and then somebody yeah. like suggested another two combined and you tried it out and you're like, oh, this is sick. Like that collaborative yeah. is like, it's really cool. And like something like, I don't see a lot of musicians doing it with their social media. Well, I think it's... <sighs> I don't know. Like, I think a lot of people are kind of too cool for school or something. Like, I don't know, like they don't want to share. Like for me, it's like, it's literally just me in my bedroom. It's like a war zone in here. Like it, it helps to have people like reacting. Like it's not actually a very like fun thing. Most of the time it's very like, fuck, this isn't good enough. Okay. Let's try again. Let's try again. Let's try again. Let's keep going. Okay. Let's take a break. So when I share like the process, it's fun because I get to like show people what I'm doing instead of just, you know, being in my own head the whole time. So it's nice to get the input too. I'm actually still working on that song. Like this morning I was working on that one. So one of the parts was Tropical Tim. Tropical Tim made it. A couple of the others are kind of in the background. So <laughs> yeah. I was trying to write lyrics. So I usually write like three or four or five songs over top of one song before even deciding that it's done. So it's like, maybe that's I'll do a, another one. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's probably why like when I hear it, it's like, sounds like all your stuff is like just, uh, so polished like this morning I threw on uh, your your latest album headroom window and it's just, it's just so I don't know it's it's crazy but it's also precise and like I don't know how I'm trying to explain it but it's just uh it's just very uh it's very well done like high quality so yeah it's cool to hear that you write multiple songs for one song and I I hear like stories from some of my favorite bands too it's like they'll put out an album with eight songs and scrap 15 of them yeah exactly right you don't you don't hear that so that's why i like to share it on my stories because a lot of the stuff that you'll hear there will never be heard again like it'll there's like an 80 percent chance what you hear will be thrown out <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's fun to share that with people and they get to like enjoy it for that little moment yeah that's that's sad too because some some of those things are really good like i'm just like kind of oh, got my sad. phone i'm bobbing around <laughs> that's all you get you don't get it that's <laughs> you saved it I love it. I love it. Even even it's it's cool to uh beyond um the sound presentation too. Like you have a lot of fun with like your visuals and music. Yeah. You got some reoccurring characters from like a T-Rex to like I I don't even know what they are. Like there's a grim reaper guy with like a fucking like shiny face who's in all uh, of them. Shadow Man. Shadow That's Man. Shadow Man. So Shadow Man first of all he was supposed to be the Grim Reaper. So in the first Ramshi video 
I was still drinking then. You can tell on the video. And uh, <laughs> we wanted there to be a Grim Reaper. So I went to the store Malabar in Toronto. Like you probably see it. So I went there to look for a Grim Reaper costume. Couldn't find anything. And I just saw the mirror mask and it was like, that's it. I was like, that's perfect. So I took it. And then me and the guy who was playing Shadow Man at the time, we're walking on these train tracks and we found like a chain laying on these train tracks, like this brutal looking chain which we don't use anymore because it's too heavy. Like, yeah, he can't so really like, dance in it. <laughs> so we took it and we had this mask and this chain. And then a friend of mine gave me this really nice like dinner jacket. So that's like the jacket he wears to look like dapper. And I was like, man, just a perfect kind of representation of like, I don't know. It's like your baggage. It's like your dark side, your anxiety, anything you have. And it's like kind of the point is that it's, it's with Ramshi or it's with me, but it's, we're working together. You know, it's like we're friends. So it's like integrating it, accepting it. So that's kind of the idea of Shadow Man, you know? And that's why he's in every video almost, because it's... Wow, you know. I got like a whole new appreciation for that too. It's like, it's deeper layers than we just see. Like that's that's really cool too. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, that's the mirror. The mirror works too. You're looking at it. You're looking at yourself, you know? Ah, <laughs> the layers, the layers. Oh, that's cool. Now, ne next time I see one of your videos, it's just like, I'm going to totally like look at it differently. But, uh, yeah. well, yeah, they're always a good time. They're always like making me smile when they pop up and everything. Thank you. I try. I try to make people smile because like everything's so depressed. Like life is so hard, even before like these unprecedented times, even before these, it's just so hard. It's so difficult. So it's like, I would just like to make people crack a smile. Like, I suppose I, that would be better than like, you know, playing some like sad song acoustically and just like wanting people to like get sad with me. I'd rather have people get happy, you know, even though it's not entirely realistic to what life is like. You know? <laughs> no dude. And it's, um, it radiates off your vibe too, especially like even outside of the music and art you make too. Uh, I think I met you like uh, a year and a half ago, maybe like two years ago. And you're, you're seriously like, uh, even though I don't see you all the time, you're one of my favorite people who I've met. And uh, that's oh, why I'm, I'm really excited that. to have you on the, the podcast today too. Cause um, just like the warm energy and also like it's, it's fun vibes. And like you explained too, it's like uh, you're kind of tipping the scales of, maybe what's going on outside right now and it's needed like i need that energy it's it's addicting too and even like on your instagram stories you're always fucking cracking jokes when it's not like music related and it's it's just fucking awesome and yeah i, I think uh just the world in general needs more of that too to just tip the scales and like just even for everybody's mental health you know yeah it's good to hear that because i'm kind of like cooped up I can't really tell all the time, but I know sometimes people message me and they're like, Hey, like you make me smile a lot and I appreciate it. So thank you. And that like means a lot. Cause if I wake up and I'm in a bad mood. I still know. Okay. Like if I can just come up with a joke or if I can just like make some music and show it, like that'll make somebody else's day a bit better. Yeah. Even though you know, I don't have a ton of followers, but I know the people who come back and watch it every single day. It's like, I kind of feel like I am trying to like in that little second that they might stop and see it. I want them to, hopefully crack a smile or at least be a bit like, you know, a little bit alleviated, you know, maybe be like, Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Instead yeah. Of like something horrible. Like every other 10 seconds. Yeah. Know? It's kind of like, it's building like a little like positive uh, community as well. Even um, I had, I recorded with a guest uh, uh, yesterday and uh, she's, uh, she's like uh, nominated for like a Juno and stuff like that, but she still feels like, like her songs, like not on the radio and stuff like that. But she, she calls like her, 
the people who are like really like following her energy and everything uh like instead of fans like a fam you know and it's just like <laughs> yeah. i feel like you're kind of uh you're you're building that too and um oh, i don't I know that. I, I always wish my platform was a little bigger too so like i could like reach you special people out to like even more people but uh well maybe yeah. one day maybe it'll it'll blow up like tomorrow yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know man yeah you can't count yourself out yeah, there's there's so much uh, crazy talent that people don't even see. It's uh, especially uh, prior to COVID and uh, meeting you and prior uh, meeting Sages, who kind of connected me with uh, like seeing what's going on with all of like Glue Gun Records like circle and stuff. That is a very special scene, and it's kind of like this hidden gem that is not really like no like like I guess like that circle knows about each other, but it's just like such diverse like acts like from like Prague crazy rock to you to martian crisis unit which would take me like 30 minutes to explain what's going on with them and like it's um it's just like this little special scene and i noticed like even going out to like uh, a couple shows like seeing sages or like uh any of the other acts um that the people who are kind of in that circle even if they're not playing on they're not on the bill they're in the crowd like supporting each other and it's uh that's something really special i think yeah like i don't like i guess i looked at it from the outside at first before i kind of moved to toronto i was like oh glue gun records that'd be so cool and then i just ended up becoming a part of it. i remember like brent from animatus too he mastered uh the ramshi album and then like as soon as it was done like literally the second he was done he just like so do you want to release this on glue gun and i was just like yeah yeah it's like something yeah, you manifested yeah. in a way yeah yeah it was cool and then yeah i just love going to, I, i'm surprised when i see like bands like you know like animatus martian crisis i see them and they're so amazing i'm just like well i'm just like i feel like i'm almost like a what's the thing like a what do you call it um the complex oh do you feel like imposter syndrome imposter syndrome i'm just like how the fuck i was like how do these guys fuck with me look at how fucking good they are that's insane like you know i'm like so inspired by it you know just the yeah i i think you're you're sometimes too critical on yourself like just talking to you right now but at the same time like there's always like two sides of the coin because like um um i get like that with my shit as well and i find like even when i talk about it to some people it's like oh like don't be so down on your work this is good but it also there's a positive to it where i'm constantly tweaking and making shit better and it's like yeah, I know. I I find there's growth there, so it's it's definitely like a yin yang style to live in. Yeah, you want to push yourself, but you don't want to make yourself miserable. So I have a hard time writing that that line because you don't want to, you know, especially because like when you're older, like I'm 30 now, so it's like I it's like I'm I have to be throwing haymakers at this point. Like it's not I'm not like 19. I can't just be like, look, guys, oh, isn't this cool? And they're like, good on you, buddy. Yeah, you yeah. Just keep going. It's not like that anymore. It's like throwing haymakers getting better yeah like i have a real, i have a yeah. similar spirit too and it, it hit me when i was in my 30s too it's just like you're thinking about time you're thinking about death and you're just like yeah. you're like you have a moment where it's like okay i've experimented so much it's like am i doing this or not are we gonna do this like and yeah fucking giver and I, I like the word you said haymakers it's like yeah you yeah. just gotta rip as hard as you can it's yeah. so true too because in your in your head a lot of the times when you're thinking of an idea like you're thinking oh i'm gonna get out there and i'm really gonna like do me and then when you start doing it you realize how fucking hard it actually is and you have to like stand behind it so a lot of times when i have 
an idea I think is amazing. As soon as I start to work on it, it starts to fall apart. And I realize it's not that amazing. And I and then I have to like rewrite it and rewrite it. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think it's like in your imagination, you can polish off the trophies and that don't exist pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. like you can say like, oh, I have such great ideas. Well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And when you sit down and go to war with it and really try to make it happen, that's when, you know, <laughs> that's when the real test comes, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's almost... um you got to be self-aware of your own ego too. And like, uh, put yourself in check and yeah. just, and like, uh, kind of come to the conclusion. Oh, just because I thought of this and imagined it being great doesn't mean it's actually great where yeah. I find, um, a lot of like people, uh, starting out, like I, I could say music, but I think in a lot of art too, they, they think just because they made it, it's, it's amazing. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that everybody should be, fucking go over the moon about it and then i see the statuses it's like oh why isn't everybody sharing my song fuck all you and like this is this is like, i'm totally throwing shade at the the rap scene right now <laughs> I all that's coming to mind is rappers i know so it's just saying, yeah you like, like can't do this alone blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah but but like like to go over full circle what we were talking about like where you mentioned you make five songs to make one song yeah, they they might have just did that in one take, and it sounds like, like that. You know, it's like <laughs> it sounds like they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because you put in the effort doesn't mean it's good, and that's the sad fucking truth. You know, but your your best might not be good enough, and you got to work harder. Like that's just the reality. And and you know what? It's it's not okay. So it's like I'm saying, you push yourself, but you can't make yourself miserable. Because in life, it's like everyone's at different places. Everyone has different capacities for certain things. It's good to just know that no matter what, you can wake up tomorrow and get better at whatever it is. Doesn't matter. Like you could be like, well, I'm so frustrated, hate myself, blah, blah, blah. Like it's like whatever, go, go to sleep, watch something stupid, wake up next day, get back at it and like get better. Like it doesn't matter. It's almost not even your job to determine, you know, the validity of your art. It's your job to to just make it better every single day if you can, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Um in my my earlier years too, I used to be so vulnerable about like failing. It's like you want to do it perfect like the first time. And then yeah. I learned like as I'm like mature, like there's power in failing. There's lessons. There's oh, yeah. like if you like once you get like floored or whatever, say I fuck up like a comedy set or whatever, then I'll feel like shit all night. I want to shoot myself in the head. But the next day, if I sit down, it's like, okay, what happened? why did this happen you ask all the w questions and how it happened and then um you're gonna learn you're gonna just learn how to like like grow and be stronger it's and it's almost like you fail upwards like lots of people like think failing is like a backwards thing but it's it could be like the fucking greatest thing that happened to you yeah, failing is all there is man success you feel for like a day like the most success i've ever had you literally i've literally felt it for maybe a day and a half and then it's back to failing. It's yeah. all failure. It's all failure. And it's like you fail. Yeah, it's like each, well, temporary defeat. Failure mm -hmm. is you when you decide that you're on the ground, you can't get back up. Then you've been defeated. You failed. But if you're going to get back up, you haven't really failed yet. You know, you're just, you're still climbing up the mountain. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that's just get back up. Just get up and like go for it. Like, what do, what do you, what else do you have to do? Like, that's what I say to myself too. I'm like, when I'm like, oh. I've just about had it. And then I go, you know, I'll maybe have a moment. Then it's like, well, what else are you going to do, man? Yeah. What are you going to fucking do? And I'm like, 
I've yeah. gone so far. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like get back in your fucking chair. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's like, like what am I gonna do tomorrow? Be a roofer? Like yeah, on. yeah, exactly. It's like no one's gonna take me seriously. Like you show up at like a <laughs> here to be a carpenter, guys. <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> oh man i just imagined you with like a hard hat it looks, it looks hilarious with all the hair and stuff just all the hair coming down like a video idea or something isn't this that guy who sings into the uh dildo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i never get away with that i wouldn't survive out there man. no no <laughs> yeah. certain things you do you can't take back you know yeah no that's awesome and you're going for it and it's like you you got, you got the right mind and spirit too and it's like I, uh, I can't imagine nothing but growth with you. Like the more you do this and yeah, it's, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, like I mentioned too, I was, uh, I was jamming the album today and, uh, do you, uh, like how long did it take you to make that last album, uh, um, headroom window? Probably about like a year and a half, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to tell because I start so many songs and so many of them get left behind and worked on and, and then as soon as I kind of have half an hour ready, I'm like, okay, I need to finish this mm. and call it an album. But it's hard to tell. Like songs begin at certain times and they transform. Yeah. Hard to tell. Like, to be honest, so I'll, I'll say like a year and a half. Yeah. Do, a long time. Do, you, do you have, um, do you have a hard time uh, like um, figuring out when the song is finished because yes. there's oh, so many layers to what you do? Yeah. But once it's set, once I know, okay, this is the arrangement, that's the hardest part. When I know the arrangement, I can kind of mix it in and get it good. And then it's like, okay, it's done. Hopefully, I don't know. And then I kind of have to send it off to somebody and be like, have them be like, no, it's not totally shit. It's actually good. And I think it's done. Like, I almost like to decide. I have to like have somebody else be like, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> there's a <laughs> yeah there's a there's a podcast i listen to with this guy who's like uh big into like or like he's kind of like a legend in the metal and hardcore scene uh jamie josta and he always mentions he's like you're never done a song you just walk away from it because <laughs> you can always just keep tweaking shit eh? i know it's true it's yeah what's the i think it's like an old quote from da vinci or something i probably got that wrong it's like it's never finished it's just abandoned you know oh uh, yeah like, yeah yeah definitely and um i think it's really cool too like uh you've been collaborating with different people from sages to falcon jane and i was so entertained like around like you just making a song with uh uh falcon jane you kind of like how you guys promoted it was just so hilarious where you guys kind of like pretended it was like rap beef in a way and it's like uh you you made like a scene like you stole her music without permission and then you guys were going back and forth in stories and you were actually telling me but that people thought it was you guys were really like fighting <laughs> yeah oh it's crazy man like okay so first of all at the beginning of it's about a year ago i posted on my story saying a new falcon j remix is coming and then she responded and said rom she's telling everybody this and he doesn't even realize there's a six month plan and we weren't supposed to announce it yet. She was mad. And then I fired back saying I already sold it to a record label. I was making this stuff up. And then, and within an hour or two, she messaged me being like, man, like we got to stop. Like people are messaging me being like, who the fuck is this guy? Like asking if I need legal help. (laughs) And we were like, okay, shut it down, shut it down. So we stopped. And then when it actually was time to release it, it was like, Hey, let's do this for real. Like let's do like a real beef. 
and you think people would remember but they don't like <laughs> it's like the same but we just did it and you know some people thought i got stopped in the street some guy was like falcon trade sucks yeah. <laughs> but i never even knew and i was like what's up man was, you know, <laughs> Yo. yeah. it's just funny because people are like once they realize it's it's fake that they still want to like be a part of it so i'm always telling people like yeah go post post on her thing tell her tell her she sucks <laughs> <laughs> and like really it's it's all love oh that's so amazing too yeah. and especially like uh you guys like being like indie artists too it kind of connects like both of your worlds of people like who follow like ramshi and people who follow falcon jane and kind of like bridges uh just the people who listen to your music and like expose each other it's a it's a very uh unique and like clever way to do that whether it was conscious or not whether you were just fucking around being like being like oh this is this is a great bit <laughs> like let's yeah, keep it going yeah no definitely a lot of people came over and like started watching my stuff after that which was nice because i think at first they were probably like who the fuck is this guy and they're like okay he's just a just a rascal <laughs> <laughs> so they're still watching and i'm like all right cool so i got a few got a few romshinators out of out of the deal yeah <laughs> so right on good. Yeah, it actually it, came from reality, though. I think I told maybe told you this before, but when I was working on the first Ramshi stuff, I didn't really know like where to get samples. So I had Sarah, I wrote her a song, and I got her to sing it for me. And that's all I had on my computer was her vocal track. So I used it in like every song on the first Ramshi album without telling her. <laughs> I just released it without even asking her. <laughs> and then I was just like, wow, I'm an asshole. Why would I do that? So it kind of like came from that, you know, I was like, well, I did steal her voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It comes from like a true like story in a way. Like, I don't know how it works. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but she's cool. And uh, yeah, I definitely one day I got to get her and uh, Andrew on the podcast to, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure they'd they're, love to. they're another like total, like hidden gem. That's just so fucking good and unique and everything. And uh, even though, um, I'm trying to think uh, the name of that album, Feeling Freaky or whatever. I remember they released it on a day when I was having such a bad day at this fucking job I hated. And I yeah. just, I wanted to just like blow up the place. And I remember feeling like so defeated and I'm I'm on the, I'm about to go on the streetcar and I'm just like, oh, there's a new Falcon Jane, whatever I'll put in my ear. I press play and it was just like, I went into like Zen mode and it was actually the, the first track was uh, the song you remixed as well. The news, right? Which one? Uh, news. Yeah. Uh, the news. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, it's that's such it's, a nice song. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's very like, uh, just like Zenful and chill and it's cool. Like uh, to hear your spin on it too, because it makes it just sound like a whole different experience too. I tried to make sad songs into happy songs. Happy songs have been sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I did for the last one too. Well, Heaven's not really a sad song, but sadder than a Ramshi song for the most part. So I'm like, okay, let's make this. Let's let's make it happy. Let's get it. Let's yeah. get it up. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Um, do you have like any uh, like buddy who in your mind where like this is like a dream collaboration that I want to do? Dream class. Somebody who's like real and exists yeah and alive to this or, may, or maybe not like whatever <laughs> i don't know like okay so i guess i it's hard to say like you ever he like just hear like a song on the radio or something you come by and you're just like yo it'd be cool to fucking take this voice uh, and, like, i'm really into like jesse lanza right now i'd love to work with jesse lanza <laughs> even just to like for her to show me how she does shit yeah you know what i mean half the time it's like i'm not i'm not even concerned with like working with people like i would just like them to teach me stuff you know, so I've always kind of come with that energy to any any situation where I've uh, 
you know, been in like rooms with people where I'm like, oh my God, like, whoa. And then just try to learn, you know, don't try to, you know, <laughs> yeah, be too presumptuous. Just ask questions, you know, like, hey, how'd you get this sound? Did you get this? Yeah, oh, I guess yeah. like that, that, that's who comes to mind right now. Yeah, that's cool. That's kind of a, a important attitude to have to just kind of uh, just pick people's brains who are just doing stuff that inspires you too, and just keep growing and kicking ass and everything like that. Oh, like you could get superpower just by doing that, you know, because everybody loves to talk about themselves. I'm sure, you know, you've, you've met tons of people. It's like, that's what you're doing, right? You sit people down and you just ask them, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll tell you everything if they think you're cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll be, and I hope one day, you know, I got to, help some you know some person out and i'll show them how to get oh, their you know eq <laughs> yeah I, I think you know you know what even like us talking right now too it's uh i find um the feedback i get from putting these episodes out the, the type of people who listen to it are creatives themselves and aspiring musicians as well too i think uh, like a lot of the stuff you've been saying um, it's going to resonate with some people too, even if it's just like one person. So yeah, again, like I appreciate like you just coming here and shooting the shit with me and stuff like that. If you're that one person, drop a smash like. Yeah. <laughs> smash the like button. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was, I was kind of more focused on collaborations earlier this year. I kept messaging people like, Hey, send me your parts, send me your parts. And now I'm very focused on like, okay, like I need to make something myself because a lot of times you send somebody, hey, send me your parts. They'll send you their, some great ideas, but sometimes it gets lost. Like I yeah. said, you're like, oh, I want to use it, but that was like a month ago when I thought the song was going to be like this, and now it's like this, and I don't want to hurt their feelings by not using it, and blah, blah, blah. So now I'm trying to very much have the song like almost done, and then ask somebody to be like, hey, like there's a specific little part. I think you'd be great on it. And that oh, way it's yeah. a lot more simpler than like, hey, just freestyle over this for like five minutes and then send me it. <laughs> like try to work it in there, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like a less forced and more like a natural process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's a, there's a guy from Vancouver, uh, Devin Townsend. Um, he used to be in a metal band and then he got exhausted, like pretending to be angry. And now every, <laughs> like for the past, like, uh, like 15 years, every one of his solo albums is kind of like a different genre and he does it like so well. And it's like, it's hard to show people his music like where to start or whatever because sometimes it's like dance music and sometimes it's ambient or whatever but uh this year he's working on a project and he just kind of uh sent out like little samples to all these like just brilliant musicians and some people who aren't even like that great like maybe somebody just like can play like three chords on a ukulele or whatever and he's like here's the layout see what you can do over it and he's calling the the album the puzzle and there's like 50 people involved. So he's getting all these fucking samples and uh, he's kind of doing what the opposite of what you're doing where he's like, okay, now I got to piece it together. And he's like, just like, good luck, Devin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and tweaking. So, but um, it's, it just seems so interesting too. So like, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm sure like the way you do it is like way more polished or whatever, but also like on his side of like, trying to figure out what works and maybe one thing won't work here and you'll move it around here. I don't know. It's just yeah. like something that's been like really interesting to me. Yeah, And there's endless ways to do everything nowadays. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, it's amazing how to make or for you to do what you do, you don't need to be in a studio anymore. You can be in your bedroom and just fucking ripping it. Like the technology is 
is there and it's like it's like the best time for creatives there's ever been i know it's incredible to think of all the people in the past like that's something that motivates me too when i think about like frank zappa or i think about even like you know beethoven or mozart like all these people like they wrote it on sheets of paper so mm-hmm. you got to think if I'm, like i was saying about like the haymakers like i gotta throw some fucking haymakers here because like we had like you know people uh, hundreds of years ago making amazing symphonies just by writing it on paper let alone having a recording studio in their bedroom with infinite sounds to download on the internet and knowing like awesome creative people that can send me stuff if i ask them to and you know having all the time in the world now apparently so i don't know it's it, it does feel blessed but it's also a responsibility to to kick ass <laughs> to, yeah yeah and it's like down. yeah it's cool to see people like you who like uh acknowledge that and you seize it and like the word I love that you keep saying is haymakers and then, but there's also like a side to it where it's uh, oversaturating with, with people just kind of half-assing it as well. Like to go back to, to to the rapper guy I was thinking of and maybe him complaining with like five posts might just fuck up my timeline and I'll miss a gem of somebody who's just worked so hard on something and made a banger and like, it's a tricky game that I still like don't really understand with like algorithms and like what yeah. people see. Cause even like uh, um, you can post something on your social media and not everybody sees it as well. Like it's just oh, uh, not even close. Yeah. Not yeah. Even close yeah. And we live in kind of like almost like an anti-art environment online in a way. Like whenever you like submit to stuff, it's like, Oh, this was a bit too, it's a great song. It's just a bit too fast for our playlist. They're great song, but like the vocals aren't quite loud enough. Like it's so like in a box now, if you want to, do that like if you want to actually like go and, and make something that's like experimental or you think is cool like it's going to be hard to to you know get it to play after the rihanna song you know i mean like you might get lucky <laughs> it's like some people get lucky and they do it but you know yeah yeah it seems like um people are more looking at uh analytics and yeah. shit like it's that of, yeah yeah like they're like oh this works so let's make five other versions of that which are just watered down versions of what the good one is and it's just oh it's exhausting in a way i know i always feel like by the time you're copying somebody it's over that's yeah. why you have to be yourself like by the time you're like oh well like this is happening we got to make it sound it's like limp biscuit think about how many bands were just under limp biscuit like just like <laughs> like just think where are they now? You don't remember any of their fucking names. You remember Limp Biscuit. Yeah, that, that was done by the time they were famous. They was done. Yeah, that was, was that was my teenage era too, like the the new metal shit. So yeah, yeah and you you're so correct. It's like uh, Limp Biscuit and Corn were like kind of the Godfathers, and then there was like literally like sixty versions of Limp Biscuit and Corn. <laughs> it, it's you know. Okay, one thing for the for Ramshi that I always think is that it's so easy. Like I said, I'll backtrack here. So I was in bands. So I was in psychedelic rock bands, hard rock bands, whatever that means. So in these bands, it's so easy to get on stage and to like throw your guitar around, make feedback when you've seen a hundred other people do it. And you know that it's a safe way to express yourself. You know that if I dress this certain way and I do this, I say that I like these certain bands, people are going to generally think I'm cool. And you know what? If our band is half decent, we're going to get by all right. And we might even get some good opening slots. We might even get to go on tour. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more like artistically satisfying for me to try and do something that like, it's not totally original, but like, you know, it's like I'm singing into a vibrator. I'm followed around by, you know, my <laughs> shadow side. I've got, you know, dinosaur suits. There's pop tarts everywhere. You know, there's no really specific shot. Like for me, that's more like, as an artist, I feel like 
if I'm not doing that, then what am I doing? I'm just going to look at a costume. It's basically like you're going to the party store. Go look up like the rock and roll costume at the party store and put it on and then go on stage. You know, it's like, yeah, facts, it's like come up man. with your own costume. You know, come, it's like same with like rappers too. It's like, oh, I saw this. It's like the, the auto-tune stuff that sounds really bad, <laughs> you know, a lot of the time. But it's like people are like, oh, it worked. I guess yeah. I'll do it. You know, yeah, so yeah. I try to, I try to, I mean, I'm not saying I'm immune to any of this stuff, but I'm saying like, this is the thought processes that go through my head when I like go out and try to make potentially strange music videos, you know? Yeah, but and, and there is um, a type of person who gravitates it, like uh, myself, for example, and uh, people in your circle too, like as you see too. And um, I think like, I don't know, I can't speak for everybody else, but as myself, um, like, turning on the radio television whatever i'm exhausted by what they're showing me and i i want i want something different like i get like uh i don't know like uh like a stimulation from something that's nothing i heard before you know like that's what i want i don't want to hear seven bands that sound exactly the same it's like i i gravitate to like the uniqueness and it's just i don't know but that's that's just me and then again it's like uh obviously um the copy and paste method makes money for people too so that's where the fucking game is at the top you know <laughs> yeah it's true right they can just chew them up and spit them everybody wants to be a star you know they pick somebody they're like all right you can be a star now for like 10 minutes oh it didn't work see ya <laughs> goodbye you know it's like you know i feel like a lot of people would look at that and say like oh i would never do that but that's mostly because it hasn't been offered to them. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's like yeah. nobody, nobody has approached me to say, hey, do you want to be the next Justin Bieber? You know, I'm sure if they did, I would have said yes. But I feel like that's like a freedom to be like a bit older and to have having failed a lot is like, that's kind of like out of the way now. Now I just get to be a weirdo, you know, and I don't <laughs> have to worry. No one's going to come to me and say like, oh, you're, you know, Universal was looking at you, but then you did the vibrator <laughs> Pop-Tart thing. And <laughs> It's like, it's not going to happen. Like, I just get to be, you know, make my actual art now without any preconceptions. <laughs> like, oh, you know, if you put on this fucking bandana on your head, the psych fucking label will sign you and send you to Germany. Like, you know, like people say like the craziest shit to you. Like, if, you know, like you've been around people like, yeah, you know, me and my boys are going to fly to fucking Russia to make this crazy album. They're like, it never happens. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. About to blow up. Like, we're talking like this guy, this guy, it's like, yeah one thing i learned too it's like uh sometimes i did i'd uh get like uh, an email and it would seem like a huge guest was locked in and then i I, earlier on i would tell everybody and then there's the moment where it's just like it get canceled for whatever reason and then you feel like the biggest douchebag so now i'm like i don't talk about any of like the big things until it happens you know it's a smart guy that's yeah. so smart i haven't felt bad i told a couple of people i was doing like a podcast come do my first podcast as soon as i said it, i was like fuck it's probably gonna get canceled now i just call you it's like yeah fuck you i got justin bieber filling yeah. in your spot but yeah, uh sorry. no I, w- I wouldn't cancel this for the world it's uh even like uh just to have a fucking chat with you this is good vibes man and yeah, been, i feel like we've connected a lot over the internet in a weird way like we've always been like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah even uh, as a hobby i've been like uh streaming video games and even if you're busy with a song or whatever every time you just pop in you're just like you quote warak <laughs> it's like oh, hammer time baby <laughs> 
So Warak kids are amazing. I want to work with Warak. I should have said that. That's, that's my number one. Uh, well, well, you pale, pale Mamba. I need to get Pale Mamba on a track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you said it now too. And let's put that yeah. out there. Um, yeah. yeah and, and for people who don't know, um, go on Facebook and type in Warak. It's W A. Is it two R's? Yeah, I think it's two R's. Two R's A Q. And um, this is like such a funny viral phenomenon. It was just like a bunch of dudes. They they look like some white boys from Oshawa or something. Not, not <laughs> yeah. to knock Oshawa. I, I know a lot of people, great people in Oshawa, but that, that's always like the joke around here. But um, they uh, they made this one song where they're like reading raps off their phone, and it's just, it just was kind of shitty. But for some reason, it went viral. And um, instead of like. I don't know, feeling like down from it. They went with it and they just doubled, tripled down on how shitty they are. And it's fucking awesome. And there's one guy, he's always like pops out of like weird places and like he'll be hiding. Yeah. And you're like trying to find, oh, where is he going to pop out of today? It's like, (laughs) there's a one kid with a hammer for some reason. And he just yells, it's hammer time before he starts rapping off his phone and just throws a hammer. It's fucking genius is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's so dumb and I love it. I love it. Like, I need more. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Jesse Lanza, Warak, and the ghost of Frank Zappa are my third, what I'm trying to, you know, I need to meet some like more hippie hippies to help me like summon ghosts. So yeah. if you're out there, <laughs> if you're watching this, let me know. Yeah. Well, actually like an old episode I did, uh, when I met sages, um, after the episode, uh, me and her, we were talking really deeply about like all this fucking spirit crazy shit or whatever. And then uh, a, f- a few months down the road, um, I met this uh, psychic medium lady <laughs> and I invited her on the show. And it's so like, it's such an off-brand episode of the creative imbalance too. And uh, especially like, I don't know if this stuff is real or whatever, but um, going into the interview, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be open-minded. I'm not going to make this lady feel uncomfortable and I'm just going to pick her brain on like ghosts and stuff. And, and I had, uh, I had sages again there who I met you through and it was just this fun episode. But if you're trying to summon Frank Zappa, that's the only person I can guide you to. And we'll f- maybe she can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to go messing around with that shit, you know? Yeah, I'm that's a true, true. I'm a non-believer until the fucking book starts levitating. And then I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you open the portal and shit. Everyone's a non-believer until they hear a weird noise in their house. So like three, I'm in the like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The right, furnace right. kicks in. You're like, oh shit! I shouldn't be fucking around with that Ouija board. I'm sorry, <laughs> Frank. <laughs> sorry, I said you were real. <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy and also you you mentioned a couple times uh having the vibrator in your video i kind of i want to know the backstory of that and like like did you order it did you did you borrow it from a friend (laughs) okay i ordered it (laughs) and it's the only prop that i ever got that was perfect yeah. When it showed up, I was like, this is fucking perfect. Like, the, the look of it, the size of it, everything, I was just, like, amazing. I was, like, perfect. And then, uh, I don't know, man. I just was like, what can I do in my house? It's a little bit weird. I don't have to get any help from anyone. You know, everyone's, like, some people work there. Some people are, you know, they don't want to leave their house. I understand. <laughs> so it's, like, yeah, set up my green screen, and I just, like, 
I just like went after it. I don't know. It's it's weird because people ask a lot of questions about the vibrator. I didn't I didn't think it would be such a thing, but like you know, people have come up to be like, "Hey, is there a video of you like singing to a vibrator?" <laughs> people ask, "Whose vibrator is that?" Or, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's controversial. You also you also have like a, a theme of uh pop tarts as well. Yeah, um I don't really know what to say about it. A lot yeah. of the time it's like it's it's I just think, you just did it for the sake of doing it and it stuck around. Well, I, have, I have a history with I mean I guess I became kind of artistically into pop tarts like four or five years ago. I don't know, like just <laughs> the look of those classic white tarts. Yeah. You just want to eat them. No, they're first of all, they're terrible food. They're gross. They're one of the worst foods you can eat. So there's that, which is kind of funny that they're always in the video or is eating them. <laughs> Talk about the look of them, how like simple and awesome they look and how they're fucking everywhere and nobody talks about them. You know what I mean? Like, you walk right past them. And it's yeah. almost like free real estate. I was like, nobody's using these tarts. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it, these are mine now. Just now use them in the video. Yeah, now now my brain has like when I see Pop Tarts in the grocery aisle, it has a direct connection to you as well too. So maybe this is just something. This is just Ramji uh, advertising. It's like deeper than, uh, like you said, they're everywhere, you know. And, but nobody reps them. Nobody reps them because they're gross. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, so it's my territory. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah, off off the mic like uh, like a year ago or something, we were talking about like uh, the the schmore Pop Tarts too. And, uh, I, I, uh, I noticed like, I like be in the grocery store and like, I'd walk by the aisle and never see them. But after that conversation, like the s'more pop tarts popped out of like the corner of my eye and I actually bought them that day. And I was think I didn't tell you this, but I was thinking, I'm like, Oh, Ramshi needs like some commission on that. You know, like, I know I was thinking that just now. Yeah. How do I contact them though? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, maybe keep doing your thing and you get like a sponsorship. You know how like, um, ICP has uh, the Fago Cola. <laughs> uh, yeah, that could be your like, thing. Like, wouldn't that be fucked if, if like somehow in ten years I was like the Pop Tart guy? <laughs> be like, <laughs> like in commercials instead of. I don't know. That would, it probably would have gone too far. I feel like if that happens, it would have been like you should have stopped like a year ago. <laughs> you should have hung up your hat. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I have like a cottage in Muskoka from Pop Tarts. Like, it's just not. <laughs> Bro, I, I hope this happens. Yeah. <laughs> you come up to the cottage. It's like fucking Kellogg's cottage or whatever company hosts this. Yeah. They they paid for it. That's that's amazing. Um yeah, and uh kind of like you mentioned too, you're you're working on some some new stuff. And uh do you have in mind uh do you want like are you thinking this is gonna be an album, this is gonna be an EP? Is there a bigger picture to this or are you just going uh, song by song right now? Hey, well I spent all year working on an album. Yeah, all year, all fucking year in this goddamn bedroom, working on this album. And then now I have all these songs that are almost done, but I'm not sure if I like. I, I'm kind of being like, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe I'm just gonna put out one after the other. I'm gonna make sure that each song when they go out is like good. Like not trying to stretch them for more time. So mm -hmm. equal, not trying to say, oh, well the rest are good, but this one just so I can have the album out. I'll, I'll push this one along, you know, stuff. So I'm going to do it song by song for now. And once it reaches about half an hour, I'll, I guess I'll call it an album or I'll throw it all together. But I feel like it's better for the quality. And so I can keep growing is to finish a song, have it done. And I just take what I learned, move it on to the next one. And just like, keep doing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sick, sick. But, uh, well, yeah, it's, uh, it was so fun to like 
shoot the shit with you today, man. And uh, Hell, thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, l- like I said, uh, um, you guys got to follow Ramshi on Instagram. Always entertaining if you're looking for a smile and some good tunes and stuff. And and uh, what's your what's your tag on there? It's at underscore Ramshi underscore. So R O M S H double I. Yes. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. And uh before we take off, anything you, you want to say? Um shit. Don't give up, guys. I know it hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well yeah. Get your haymakers um, ready. Put the fucking brass knuckles on them and just fucking get out there. Yeah, you that's know? a that's the word of the day, the haymakers too. And even yeah. uh hearing that from you, it's uh makes me like I'm kind of motivated and starting some new projects too. And uh, I needed that energy. So thank you for that today, man. Oh, no problem, man. Thanks for having me.